Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the Words, Women, and Wisdom Radio Show, another episode airing with the focus on BBS Radio in California, delivering content about women who have risen typically from tragedy to triumph and are now out in the world doing really interesting things. As a coach myself, I'm passionate about supporting women, women entrepreneurs who are seeking to flourish and having conversations with other coaches, other business women and entrepreneurs and professionals, CEOs of their company that are doing intriguing work. And I met recently with Anita, <clears throat> excuse me, who I will formally introduce in just a minute. And I just loved the energetic connection that we had, the focus that we both have on language and the importance of words, and also our common interest and shared love of the word joy. My number plate actually says create joy, C-R-E-8-J-O-Y, for a reason, because I'm passionate about helping women to step into the greatest version of themselves and business can be that vehicle for good. When we have a social enterprise mission, that's even better. When we are giving back in some way, shape or form and using that business, not only to support ourselves, but to do something impactful in the world. This is why I invited Anita to join me today on the show. So welcome, Anita. Thank you, Yvonne. I love that your license plate is Create Joy. I wonder if that's available in British Columbia. I might try to go and, and I don't that know. <laughs> Maybe. It's perfect. Yeah, I'll let you check that out. So <laughs> wait. By way of a more formal um, introduction, um, Anita Adams is the founder for let me get this right. Joyful, inspired. What's the what's the last piece? Living, joyful, living. inspired, living. Joyful, inspired, living. <laughs> um, so she herself found that the pandemic had a serious impact, an impact on anxiety, as many of us experienced. And she was at the time working with a not-profit. I'm going to let her share her full story, but it really had, I think, the the intrigue for me on, you know, you had something that was working well, but it was well, it wasn't great. Mm. And you chose to invest time in yourself using the power of nature, using the power of greater consciousness mm. to step into something even better. So let's put the thing in context for this show today, finding clarity in changing times. I'm with Anita Adams, Joyful Inspired Living. Tell me about your story. How did you come to this point? What was yeah. this sort of tragedy to triumph element in this conversation? Yeah, thank you so much, Yvonne. Yeah, I was the founder and executive director of a national nonprofit organization that um, that I started, well, in 2001, so a big chunk of time ago, and it was a big part of, of my identity. I was really proud of what I had accomplished. I loved the work that I that I had created this business that I had created and with the staff across the country. And there's just, there was a lot of identity that was um, lock, locked up in that and that sense of purpose and, um, and this is who I, who I am. And then um, there was a period of time there that I didn't even recognize that I was, I was losing my passion um, for that business. It was no longer giving me the kind of joy that I I was looking for. And I, I think that in part happened because I was, 
discovering more about who I am. And I, I, yeah, I just was discovering more about who I am and what I really wanted, but I was really afraid to let go of, of that business because it was, it was my identity (laughs) and it validated me and it gave me all this stuff. And, um, and then the pandemic hit and my funding got hit really hard. In fact, all of my partners and sponsors, everybody pulled out at the last minute. And Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here now in a, you know, a line of, of, of credit deep into, into debt, paying my staff and trying to keep everything going. And the anxiety just hit really hard. And there was, you know, fear about what was going on in the world, of course. And then it was elevated with the fear of what was going to happen to me and my business and my future and this big question of not not knowing. And I met with my business coach and I brought my, you know, fears to her. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, well, Anita, what do you typically do when you're feeling stressed and, and anxious? I'm like, well, I, you should go for a walk in the forest. She's like, perfect. That's exactly what you're going to do. For the next 30 days, you are going to go for a walk in nature every single day. And my first reaction was like, what? Like, no, I don't. Who has time to go for a walk in nature every day? I need business advice, not nature therapy. So I really pushed back. But she was insistent. And somehow she managed to get a commitment out of me. So... The only way I can make this work was to get up at the crack of dawn, slip out of the house and march down to Mosquito Creek Park was the park that was by my place in North Vancouver. And and it was, you know, this forested area that ran right below the Trans-Canada Highway, basically. And every day I was, you know, demanding of God, the universe, what am I supposed to do? And it was just this frustration that was, you know, building in me. But over time, slowly, ever so slowly, through committing to myself and to my business coach and going into nature, I started to calm down. I started to feel even grateful to my business coach for getting me out into this environment, feeling grateful for my environment. And I started to really connect with everything around me. And one day I I asked again from this this place of more stillness, you know, what am I supposed to do? And that's when I heard it, the first whisper of what I call my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my voice that I heard, but it was like an older, wiser version of me. And she simply asked me a question in return. What do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, what, what do you mean? What am I? What do I want to do? What am I supposed to do? I was wanting that answer. And it's like, no, Anita, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, you do. When I heard that, I was totally stumped. I was just, what, you know? Later that day, I found myself in uh, the bookstore in the spirituality section, clearly still looking for answers. Mm -hmm. And I found this one book uh, on the shelf. It just caught my eye. It was uh, Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And so I pulled it off the shelf, I flipped it open, and this one sentence felt like it leapt off off the page like a frog diving into a pond of insights. And it just said, frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. Wow, frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. I realize I'm not listening. I'm not listening to my soul. And so from that point on, I made it my mission, 
I was determined to figure out how to crack open that part of me that I can tune in and listen to my, my soul voice. And so every day I was back in the forest, you know, and trying to figure that out. And it took some time. It took some time, but I, I did crack it. I did crack the code and, and that code was getting really present with my environment really tuning in to what is going on around me, using all of my senses. What do I hear, see, smell, taste, even feel? And just getting really present. And in that presence, the, the monkey mind starts to quiet down. And then I can connect, I can connect. And I started to ask, you know, what do I want? What do I really want? And the first response was, I wanna close my business. Like what? Where did that come from? <laughs> totally. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what I want. And I'm like, tell me what I want. And then nothing. Like I did, again, because I just got so anxious and tight and and constricted. Like you need to be, you need to be open and willing to receive to hear the answers. And I and I I just tightened right up. And so it was like back to square one. You know, finding that that calmness that connection to nature to your higher self and and then I would I would get yes I want to close my business and that that took a, some time for me to accept because there was some um, again just what I was saying at the beginning this identity that I was you know I was clinging on to my identity like a life raft even though you know it wasn't bringing me joy anymore that business hadn't brought me joy for a number of years, but I still clung on. And so when I, I finally listened, when I'm finally like, okay, yeah, I want to close my business. I took a several months to wrap that all up and uh, I closed my business and I started to listen more, you know, what is it now? What, you know, what am I, what am I going to do? And um, more and more answers started coming to me and I completely recreated my life. And in fact, my husband and I got rid of all of our possessions. That was another thing, you know, turn nomadic, really? <laughs> turn nomadic. <laughs> so we got rid of our possessions and um, done some amazing traveling, seen some incredible places, lived in some incredible places. And the other, the big thing that I was getting uh, as far as next steps, like where am I going now? What am I doing now? Was to teach people how to listen, how to really tune in and connect to that part of that themselves so they can create their best life, create a life of, of with meaning, well-being and joy. And I, I, again, I pushed that away for almost a year because it just felt too big. Like, who am I to do that? Oh, the who am I statement. Oh. The who am I statement is deadly. <laughs> totally. And um, and it wasn't, uh, I, I don't think we've got time for me to go into the, another story, but it, it was but another. We do, we do have time. Okay. Um, okay. And I just want to, I just want to echo that I hear that so much from my clients, right? Who are coming to me because they want to see their business flourish. They want to have more sales or they want to. Um, you know, finally have a um, time to actually enjoy the their family and not be, you know, scurrying around to be able to take time off and take a vacation. And it's that, you know, who am I to X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, right? Um, and as women, you are, you are the person. If it's come to you, if it's even popped into your mind, 
is because greater consciousness already has the plan unfolding. It's already yeah. got all the things in place. You just now, as my one of my mentors, Jennifer Huff, would say, you just need to catch up to the vibration where that a hundred percent activity all already is. Yeah. And once you do that, you're fully on board. Um, yeah. I I also like in what you shared about um, you know close your business um, to a an experience I had when I was 30, I think here, 33, um, early thirties. And a lot of people, they go through this, you know, is this all there is to life moment and start questioning things. And very often for women, that's when the awareness of the biological clock kicks in. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been putting off the decision about having children. I just wasn't really sure that I wanted to have children. I was fairly career focused and was sitting one day having one of those, oh, you know, what do I really, really, really want? Mm. Something is not working. I feel like there's a hole in my soul. Something is something is crying out. I don't know what it is. And all of a sudden the words popped in my head. What you need is a child. And I'm like, a child? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did that come from? <clears throat> And I ended up having my beautiful son who um, we didn't find out really until about six months in that he was in fact a special needs child with some global developmental delays, but he's gone on to do some incredible things. I'll share a little bit more about him later, but it was, it was that big voice that I had no idea that came out of left field, which is what I hear you (laughs) describing as well. Listen to the voice people, because it is your inner wisdom or your guides, greater consciousness, I'm not religious, but I am very spiritual, that um, is trying to get a message to you. And ultimately, if you don't listen to the voice, you'll get the universal two by four in some way, shape, form <laughs> later on. So glad that you didn't experience that. You listened to the voice. Yeah. Well, like I said, it did take some time because uh, the the voice telling me to teach people how to tap into inner wisdom Mm -hmm. again, you know, who am I to do that? And it it was very uncomfortable. And when I, you know, I would have um, moments of curiosity, if you will, while I'd be walking in in the forest and I'd be like, well, what would that look like? And Mm -hmm. the first thing that popped into my head was um, creating a a retreat center, a spiritual well-being center. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) bigger than you could have imagined, right? (laughs) Yeah, just just way too big and scary. And where would I have the money to do that? Blah, 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 you know, all the stories. And then I calm myself down and like, okay, well, what are other things I can do to, you know, maybe, maybe help people find, you know, or connect with inner wisdom. And a flood of things came to me and it was um, write a book, um, offer retreats. You don't have to have a retreat center to do a, to offer retreats, um, do a podcast, you know, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I, I kept pushing them away. And then uh, that summer, so flash, flash forward, you know, seven, eight months, because this was, this was sitting with me for a long time. My husband and I decided to um, do a, a big trip, a, a kayaking trip. So we're, we're nomads. <laughs> um, we had a place that we were living in that was come, that was expiring, that we had to, you know, it was a tiny house, a tiny house. And we had to be out by the end of, um, end of June. I think it was like July 2nd or something. And my husband's a high school teacher and we're like, okay, well, what are, we've got, you know, a couple of months where we don't have to be close to, you know, 
school or work or whatever. Let's, what do you want to do? And I suggested that we do a kayaking trip. Let's, you know, for five, five or six weeks, let's get into a, our kayaks and paddle from Bowen Island up to Desolation Sound, which is over 300 kilometers up, you know, Canada's West Coast. And my husband's like, oh, yeah, great idea. And I'm, I remember thinking, going, wow, what did I just suggest? You know, I've never, I've never done anything like that. Where did that come from? Um, first off, but you know, I'm like, okay, let's, let's do that. And um, it was the first time I've ever been in a, a single um, seat kayak on a, a big adventure. Like I've been paddling in a single seat during that year, but never on a big adventure. And so we're paddling up the coast and um, it's something like day 20 of this, this epic adventure. And it was so beautiful. It was like, we were just off the coast of Cortez Island, now past Desolation Sound, our original um, destination. And the water is flat, flat, calm. It's really, really hot out, but it's, uh, it's just so peaceful. And I remember I took my hat off and I dipped it into the water and I put it over my head and I could feel the coolness of the water race over me. And I can see some eagles in the distance and there was some uh, seals off to the right. And I, there was just this incredible sense of connection to mm -hmm. my environment. And I'm like, wow, just I was just so in awe of everything around me and in awe of myself, my, my ability to get to where we were that I did this. And I've never felt in awe of who I am ever before this time. And I'm just sitting there in this moment feeling so connection, so connected. And I hear that voice again, that older, wiser voice and all that, all she said was, it's time. And I realize, and I, as I say it now, I get those goosebumps mm -hmm. again, yeah. you know, like, and I knew what, what that meant. It's time to stop playing small. It's time to step into what you are capable of and to believe in yourself. You, Anita, didn't believe you could do this kayaking trip before. And here you are having pushed through big waves, big winds, and paddled over, you know, 300 kilometers up the coast. What else are you telling yourself you can't do? Mm. And it's time. It's time to level up. And so I decided in that moment that I'm going to lean in. I'm going to lean in and listen. And I'm going to teach people how to do that, how to lean in and listen, find the courage and the confidence to believe in themselves, to step up and create the life that they were born to create for themselves. So, mm. so that was over two years ago now. And, um, and I got back um, and it's funny. It's so interesting, Yvonne. And I know you'll relate to this. Once you lean in and commit to that vision, things start falling in place and people come forward. You meet people that are going to guide you to that next step. And you don't need to figure it all out. You just need to, make the commitment and figure out the, the very first next step that you need to take. And that's it. And then other things will start landing. And that's yeah. what happened. So I got back, I created a, a retreat, I created a podcast. Um, and I've written a book, which I'm launching soon. <laughs> so <Woohoo>! soon. <clears throat> Stay tuned. <laughs> um, I love what you're sharing. Uh, not only from the pride standpoint of acknowledging yourself, 
but also it is courageous to listen to that inner voice because especially when we don't know exactly where it's coming from and we're not fully engaged necessarily yet Mm -hmm. in listening to greater wisdom and uh yeah you're right I do get it (laughs) I get it because I get it a lot um The, the writing of the book, um, I claim to be the you know, best-selling author of Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations, the book that's on the shelf behind me if you're watching this on video versus listening on uh, Station One on the radio show, is um, 40 different words and word concepts to help women to ask for what they want and get it. Sometimes it's a simple switch up. Sometimes it's a concept that people haven't heard before. Um, however, I originally was thinking I would do 52 words like uh, Gretchen Rubin, you know, one for every week of the year. And it got to be far too big. And my editor was saying, no, stop. It's more than 300 pages. So I cut it down to 40 with the the thinking that, well, 40 days, 40 nights, there's still some relevance here in um, coming out of the darkness and, and seeing the light of when we use powerful language, even as self-talk, let alone communicating with others, or when no words are even required and we feel into our energetic presence Mm -hmm. and embody what we're trying to say. We're not just saying, hey, do this. We're doing it and showing people how to do it. Um, It just makes such a big difference. And I used to get up at five. I would have um, my first half hour of meditation, journaling, visualizing, listening in, gratitudes, and then I'd start start writing for an hour. And it was almost like that information downloaded through me. I never had writer's block. I was never stuck which words needed to come next, which stories needed to come in to reconnect to the concept, which action item needed to be next to really embed the learning. And it was a download. And it was a beautiful download that... um, I have stepped fully into owning um, as the, the conduit for it, but it really is greater consciousness. That's uh, beautiful. The language. Yeah. yeah. I, I had the same experience with writing my book. It just, it just flowed, you know, and the book it is just, called uh, whispers of the soul. Whispers of the soul. <laughs> okay. And what is the expected publishing date for that? Uh, end of January, 2024. Okay. So not that far away. Are, no. you doing, are you doing pre-orders? I'm exploring that right now. I'm just, I'm working with a, a new publisher and we're just talking about that option right now. So. Awesome. So yeah. those who are listening to this um, at the end of this show, stay tuned to the very end because there's always juicy content and gifts. And I have invited Anita to bring a gift, which she'll, she'll share more of. Once you accept that gift, then you'll be in touch with her on more of a regular basis. And you'll hear about when Whispers of the Soul is coming out and exactly how to get a hold of your copy. Um, You talked about cracking the code earlier. Now, cracking the code um, can be used in all kinds of contexts. In my world, cracking the code is about cracking your personality code. Hmm. Because as a... Uh, certified coach and trainer for the uh, six intelligences internal operating system and code breakers bank tool it is about cracking your personality code which I use a lot in my business as a excellent way for in in 90 seconds nanoseconds 
someone to understand what is their preferred personality code and what are the other three so that they can actually start having conversations with others, potential clients, their family members, and have a more connected conversation mm-hmm. because it's about 12 different values for each of four personality types. It's beautiful. And I'll offer the link for that at the end of this as well as my gift today too. So cracking the code. Mm-hmm. So now that you've gotten further along with uh, sharing highlights on your podcast, writing in your book, hosting the retreats, what have been some of the surprises along the way? Now, most people tend to highlight the positives. Mm. Some people bring great stories of learnings that came through the the tragedy part as well, which you've already shared. Mm. What have been some of your great insights from doing these other um, creations, creating those other ways for people to connect more? Yeah, thanks for asking that. And something just popped into mind right now uh, that I think may be really helpful for your, your listeners to recognize as well. And that was when um, when I launched the my retreats. Um, I I did for the the first year. I I just I went great gangbusters. You know, like I'm just like that. I believe how you learn is by doing. And so, and I, they were all intimate retreats, but I did 13 retreats in one year. And um, by the end of that year, the, the last retreat I did that year, I was feeling really confident. Like I knew what I was doing. I was feeling really, really good. And I, I was getting great reviews. People love them. It was, I love them. It gave me so much joy. And the women that I had at this this particular retreat, um, you know, that's it's a sold out as six people, very intimate, because I was hosting them in my 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 home um, mm-hmm. at the time. And um, not the tiny home, right? No, no, not the tiny home. A different home, <laughs> you know, a different home. A beautiful uh, gift from God home is what I feel. Um, anyways, we I was hosting um, six women um, for this this retreat. And at the welcome circle on the first night, the Friday night, they all show up and these women are, they are the gurus, you know, they're the ones that had been on their spiritual journey for, you know, at least a decade, not longer. A few of them had studied with gurus in India and Thailand and all over the place. All of them had been certified yoga instructors and I had only recently, you know, finished my certification, you know, so all of a sudden I felt lesser than again. And that, you know, voice, the negative, the the inner critic, we've got our inner word, um, voice of wisdom, and we've got our inner critic. Mm -hmm. And I I believe our, our job is to learn how to decipher between the two. And that's a big part of what I, I coach, I teach with my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, But that inner critic appeared. And she was saying, who are you to teach these women? They know so much more than you do. Who are you? So it comes up again, like this is, you know, even though I was feeling so confident in this role as retreat leader, all of a sudden it got shattered. And by because of the these women who I perceived knew so much more. Mm-hmm. And they they left that evening um, to go to their uh, their accommodations. And then <clears throat> um, that night I'm, you know, getting ready for bed and I'm like so anxious about this whole thing. How am I gonna leave these women the next day when they show up and blah blah blah? And fortunately I'm married to a wise man and um, and he just, you know, he said, Anita, you know, they 
yeah, they've learned something from others and now they're here to learn from you. You're going to teach them something different and you're going to give them a different experience. And I realized then that he was right, that, you know, we all have something to teach. We all have something to learn and that I have something of value to give as do these women. I can learn from them. I don't have to be the only teacher in the room. And so I decided to share this whole experience with my guests the next day when they when they showed up because that what I teach um, is uh, three three principles and this is what I'm going to be giving as a gift um, guiding principles to creating a life of of um, clarity well being and joy and those three principles are look listen and learn you need to look inward to really understand who you are who you're choosing to be and your values then you then you listen and you you listen without judgment without attaching judgment to what you hear and it's only after you can look and listen that you can really learn what you need to learn to move forward to be who you want to be if you're not clear about who you want to be first if you don't ask the, those questions early then you're can too easily go off on the wrong direction. So because we are here to look inward and understand ourselves, because we were here at this retreat to do that, and I'm teaching that, I shared this experience with the, this woman, these women that I needed to, I went inward and I looked at what I was choosing to be and how I felt. And, and then the realization that yes, we are all here to learn from each other. And we went off and had, that was the best retreat I've ever experienced. It was, we were so connected and everybody did share. Everybody opened up and brought something really meaningful to the table. So just to you know, highlight what I think is really important is that one, you will, those self-doubts as you're stepping into anything that stretches your comfort zone, self-doubts yeah. can keep coming back in and, yeah. and you just acknowledge them <clears throat> and look at them and, and recognize what you bring to the table. You always bring something to the, to the table. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you have your own, <clears throat> excuse me, unique DNA. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We're both in the communications space. We're both helping inspire people to step into their greatness and we're doing it from different lenses i haven't kayaked 300 kilometers mm -hmm. i did climb mount yamnuska and have a similar type of experience okay. that you had which was part of um it was part of a tihaveka warrior weekend for four day weekend and we had to go climb this mountain i forget how tall it is but um they segmented it up into five stages so um, we were we were there as a team and we had one person on our team who had actually was on crutches. He had a broken ankle. Oh so my we had gosh. to get him wow. to the top of the mountain as well. So, you know, I'm I'm step one. Oh, my legs are getting a little sore. You know, I get to step two. Oh, my legs are starting to feel a bit numb. And, <laughs> you know, the rocky ground, you know, there was some loose gravel. It wasn't just a straight climb, but it wasn't, you know, we weren't putting ice picks in and hanging right. ropes and it wasn't, it was a, a hike. Yeah. Um, by level three, my legs are pretty much numb. Mm -hmm. However, I'm starting to think, wow, look at me go. I didn't think I could even get past level one. By the time we got to level four, again, totally numb legs. I mean, I'm just like mechanically doing it, but we're also focused on helping our buddy to get up there 
you don't notice what's happening so much in your body. All of your energy is about giving mm-hmm. and receiving and not all about self. And then we finally got to level five and got to him up there too, to lay on this flat plateau and look down at this incredible view, knowing that we'd actually made it. Yeah, It was one of those moments, almost like you know, the stories of grandma who lifted the car off her, you know, off her grandson and had the inner strength to lift this car um, and, and then started questioning everything else in life, because if she could do that, what else did she not thought she could do? Yeah. I had the same moment laying on the top of that mountain, looking down, thinking, very wow. empowering, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It does I, I like no to tell my, sorry, um, go ahead. It, well, it does teach you about not having limits, not putting limits uh, on yourself. Yeah. And I I like to remind my clients to um, use Mm -hmm. that almost as a metaphor as well. You know, the mountain that you've climbed and then get to the viewpoint. Make sure you you stop and look back and see how far you've come and recognize your your achievements. Because we all have had challenges in our life that we have overcome, that Mm -hmm. we, we have surmounted, that we have grown from. So it's good to take that viewpoint in, right? And look and go, yeah, you know, I did that. I did that, yes. And then when you are um, at the front of the room, it doesn't mean that you're the guru. It means that there are some specific things, you know, three or five specific things that day that you deeply understand and are happy to share that depth with the people in the room who've chosen, right? They've chosen to be there and give up their time and honoring the fact that they are smart enough to make that decision. Um, yeah. So, so congratulations on your willingness to be completely transparent and vulnerable. And look what happened because you are so relatable and chose to be vulnerable, right? Emperor has no clothes. <laughs> you had the most connected retreat you've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. I th- you know, I think vulnerability is one of the best characteristics of a leader you know if you can be vulnerable with those you're you're leading you're showing your authentic self and you're going to be able to lead people when you're when you are showing that part of of you you're not trying to hide behind something right yeah as you're speaking there i have a as a, a moment's flashing up um when i spoke at the fearless women's conference um this is before the pandemic it was an audience of you know 500 women and uh, right before I went on stage, I looked down as I'm in the washroom and I'm the first speaker up on the agenda and I have a run in my nylons. I'm like, oh, no. didn't bring a spare pair in my you know bag with me this minute. Um, so, OK, well, life must go on. Right. So I thought I can either choose to ignore it and then have you know people sitting in the audience saying, what if she has she knows she has a run in her nylons. Yeah. And what we're focusing on is that. Or just put the spotlight right on it. And it turned out to be one of the most connected audiences I've spoken to because <laughs> it was so relatable. Like how many yeah. women, you know, who've never had a run in their nylons at yeah. an important time, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and, and you know what else that, that makes it, you're present then. Like if you, mm-hmm. if you chose to ignore it, you're, you're not going, you're still going to be like thinking about it and disconnecting from your audience, but by addressing it, you kind of, you make yourself real and have fun with it. And, and then you can move past it. Right. Yeah, it, it was. 
It was exactly that. It was fun. Everyone cracked up and then the slides stopped working. So I kind of had this natural uh, intervention of life. Right. And it's like, okay, well, you know, running nylon, slides not working. Well, let's just dive right in. And and I think everyone sort of felt, oh my gosh, you know, like, you know, they're, they're going to hang on every word because there isn't a slide to watch. Right. And, um, part of that story was about um, talking about keeping ourselves small was me sharing about um, you know how I had put a shield up, an emotional shield, until I was about 45 mm. because of some hurtful words my dad said. Mm. And that story is in the book. It's another time, perhaps. Um, but it, um, I put up the shield to protect myself from ever getting hurt like that again mm. and then realized I was actually keeping myself small by being behind the shield. Mm. And it was time to come out and spread some of my wisdom grab downloaded wisdom with the world and that's why i focus on communications why i'm passionate about women yes we'll all have imposter syndrome popping up at some point because when we're doing bigger greater things we're stepping up we don't always know and so of course we're going to be off you know off balance a little bit initially until we get our grounding in that new level that new thing so excellent love that yeah so you have your own DNA and you're bringing that forward. You have the retreat experience. Talk about the podcast. What do you share on your podcast and where can people find that? Thanks. Yeah, thanks for asking. And I was so delighted to have you on my, my show. So I'm looking forward to releasing that episode too soon. Yeah, yeah. I love the, the synergy. So cool. Um, so the podcast is called Joyful Journey, Joyful Journey with Anita Adams. It's all about connecting with your higher self. So I bring in experts uh, to share their, their words of wisdom. I also uh, have a number of episodes that are solo, um, solo pieces, me sharing something that I've gone through. I do like storytelling. So I, I like to share um, personal stories and the lessons learned. And, and sometimes they're like, Oh, my God, I just went through this crazy thing, you know, and it's, um and it, it's great. It's uh, almost two years. I'm releasing an episode on uh, Wednesday. It'll be my hundredth episode, and Woo-hoo! I'm really proud. Yeah, I'm really proud of uh, of that. I've com- committed to this, releasing an episode every single Wednesday, and it's uh, it's been such a journey. And one of the best things about it is uh, meeting other people that are on this this journey of life that we're we're all on. People who want to connect to their higher self who want to raise the collective consciousness so it's just been such a gift for me to connect with um, and be feel expanded because I'm learning so much I'm naturally very curious so I love interviewing people and and learning about their stories and learning from them because I think we can learn from everybody you know so (laughs) it's been it's been a real uh, a joy in my life a real joy Um, and I can't see myself ever stopping <laughs> so excellent so joyful journey podcast uh, every wednesday you're looking great for a hundred i just saying <laughs> um where do people find it apple apple itunes it's everywhere so um mm-hmm. yeah just on, it's on all the all the platforms i've also recently um just more recently started uploading um content to a youtube channel 
Uh, so that just felt like too much to try to do at the beginning. I think I was, I was trying, here's another lesson. Like I didn't do it because I was making it complicated and trying, thinking that I, it had to be perfect. It had to have all, you know, like polished and a really great intro and an outro and all this fancy stuff. And then finally I'm like, you know what? People just want to connect. People want to learn from other beautiful, intelligent people in the world like yourself, Yvonne. And just get it up on YouTube, right? So I just, a couple months ago, I just started adding um, my content onto YouTube. So you can watch it there. Um, and it's so lovely to be able to see people's faces as well. But it's it's everywhere. Yeah, there we are everywhere. Yay, just <laughs> get it done. Because, exactly. you know, life is not perfect, mm-hmm. right? People don't expect perfection. And sometimes 80% is good enough. right because it's what's the impact it's going to create and then what are you learning yourself along the way as you say right it's the journey um luckily for me this show is popping up on bbs radio and my show producer looks after all of the technical things and i look after the brilliant interviews brilliant love (laughs) it period right so the intro outro um i selected a long time ago and that's pretty consistent so i'm curious with all of your various experiences, both running a not-for-profit, founding that, um, closing it down, doing your own, um, doing your own retreats, stepping into your own journey, creating the life that you desire. What would be the top sort of three to five wisdom nuggets mm-hmm. that you might want to share with other women who are listening, especially those women entrepreneurs? What would yeah. be the top things to share? Yeah, that's such a good question. Uh, And it's, I'm just working on a a podcast episode about this, um, actually, because I think um, as an entrepreneur, we tend to get very laser focused, you know, we're like, we we see the end goal. And that's great. It's great to have that um, vision that we're moving towards. We're also a lot of us are moms, you know, we've got families, we've got a lot of other things going on. And so we consequently, we don't take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so my big message to, um, to people is more than just self care, like, you, yeah, self care is important. But what I try to encourage, or what I encourage my, my clients to do, is to have some soul care that they're really actually planning on um, Mm -hmm. programming into their into their day and when you take care of your soul you actually can move farther faster Mm -hmm. you may see the the side roads when you take your foot off the gas a bit you'll see the turnoffs that will get you to where you really want to be faster or they'll get you somewhere better but you have to take your foot off the gas so what i i encourage uh, my clients to do my listeners to do is first start with identifying what things nurture your soul for me a big part of that is being out in nature like i i need to be in nature but i also love you know riding my bike kayak well i guess it's all nature stuff it's not just walking but i also really like painting rocks you know and i love listening to music and dancing sometimes in my living room when nobody's around you know there these are little things that i can do and another soul care activity for me is taking my morning latte and sitting on the deck and just absorbing everything around me as opposed to looking at my cell phone or writing notes and all that sort of thing like this is mm. intentional time connecting with my higher self in whatever way that is and so 
start by creating a list of things that are soul care activities for you and then put that list somewhere that you can you can see on a regular basis and then the next few things um, are things that you can do on a daily basis that will will help you move powerfully towards your goal while taking care of yourself so the 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 first thing when you get up in the morning write down all the things that you need to get done you know like the get your to-do list down include your personal and professional stuff on on your to to-do list if for no other reason than just to get it out of your head because sometimes we've got so much stuff going on in here that we can't think and be creative in our in our work life because we've got these things nagging but if you write it down then you can let it go and you know you're not going to forget about it because it's there the next thing to do is to identify one thing on that list just one thing that will move the dial on your business and that one thing circle it highlight it that's the one thing that you're going to do today and then find if there's anything on your list can you delegate anything on that list to somebody you know is there do you have a support some support staff some kids a husband a partner um, a mother-in-law somebody that you can recruit to help you with something to get through that that list then the next thing is you so you've got you've got to look back at your soul care activities find something on that list that you can now program or schedule into your day this is really important finding the space in your calendar where you you actually put it in type it in or if it's handwriting handwriting it in i call it my um my my daily walks in nature it's my my god walks and i like calling them god walk because i know that i'm not going to break an appointment with god if I'm, so i put a god walk in my calendar and i'm doing my god walk at two o'clock this afternoon right so i'm sticking to the appointment and then also schedule in when do you think you can do that that one thing that is going to move the dial forward so when i was writing my book it's like okay i i'm going to dedicate two hours of time today to my book where can i fit that in where am I going to make that a priority awesome 10 a.m to 12 o'clock is my writing time and then I shut down everything else I turn off the the pings the pangs I put um do not disturb on my phone and yep. it becomes that focused time beautiful and this is this is how you you move forward by honoring yourself by giving your soul um, some nurturing activity and it, you're able to move forward with what's really important and then there's one final thing to do is at the end of the day acknowledge yourself just I was going to say celebrate give yourself it'd be great to give yourself some kind of reward like if you can figure out what is a simple reward that that um, recognizes you, but sometimes it's just sim simply saying, Yvonne, I did great. <laughs> Anita, you know, well done for, you know, doing those two hours and committing to your, your soul activity and going for a walk. Well done you. Yeah. Well, going back to the joy list, right. Mm. And rewarding, <laughs> rewarding yourself yet again with yeah. something, with something joyful. Um, yeah. yeah. That once you've got that list down, I have a, um, um, a variation of that in my book, um, which is talking about when you're in a highly celebratory state, when you just accomplish something that you didn't think you could ever do and you're celebrating, that's the time to write down your list of rescue me tactics. Hmm. So having this list handy in your drawer of all the things that if you 
we're not in that celebrated state. If you ever have a down day, what are we, what am I going to do? I'm going to phone a friend. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But write them down when you're in that elated state, because when you're in the depressed state, you won't be able to think about them. (laughs) So whether it's a joy list or a way to pull yourself forwards and pull yourself out, just have it ready so that you can easily access it and pull yourself you know pull yourself forwards for sure and then the um the piece about acknowledging yourself heck yes i mean you're putting this energy and this focus i don't want to say necessarily it's hard work because when it's inspired work it just flows it just is and people show up as you found people show up to support you on the journey that you never realized were even there waiting in the wings because they see you taking action towards your dreams and they want to be helpful. They want to be engaged in the process. So it really is about, you know, seeing that, um, that vision coming to life. And we don't need the whole journey. We don't, you know, I think I was for many, many years acting from such a driven place that that's why I burned myself out at one point is, you know, having society say well you've got to have this vision board you've got to have this end goal you've got to have you know the the destination otherwise how the heck are you going to get there well what about just taking that road that has the side detours and deciding huh i feel it's like radiating this sign just like the book left off the shelf and the pages opened and that one sentence Mm -hmm. came to you right you see the sign you and you can see it brighter and more vividly it's calling to me let's take the detour yeah um and my friend jennifer huff calls it spiral jumping you know when oh, those, i love that yeah when those things happen um because they are showing up for a reason and we might have initially thought we're way too busy yeah. to to do this however yeah. putting space in our days in between mm-hmm. appointments to just take that nature break to have that time to sit and have the coffee and just enjoy listening to the birds and watching mm-hmm. the leaves dropping off the trees um it's yeah. it's required to it, re-energize and refocus before you <sighs> have yeah, another spurt of energy, right? yeah and I, I think there's more to it than that and, and that's so powerful and in and of itself like that regenerate uh energizing you getting you um, motivated and excited what i've found though when i've slipped and i have slipped where i've gotten so focused on what i need to get done and i i got i've gotten serious about you know moving forward with my my business i've got to build this that that you know i i get into that that headspace sometimes mm-hmm. and what happens when i'm in that headspace is i i stop nurturing my soul i stop doing those daily walks and whatever and when i stop doing that i slip into self-doubt I slide away from feeling confident about the direction I'm going. So for me, that soul care activity is crucial in keeping that belief in self and that confidence in my ability to deliver what I feel like I'm here to to, to deliver. What I also find is when I'm not being intentional with my soul care activity because I'm so busy, I will I will use my my downtime become scrolling on social media. And <laughs> that undermines your confidence again, right? Because you're seeing and comparing yourself to people's highlight reels and what they're all doing. So, you know, limit that time and make you'll be actually you'd be totally fine on social media if you are nurturing your soul first and you're doing the things that fill up your 
fill up your cup. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I certainly like what you're sharing there too. You know, the ego mind is the one that's the driver, right? I absolutely must get this done, drive, 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 without allowing for the magic of the universe, which doesn't appear when there's no space. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a vacuum, something magical that you never even thought possible will just pop in. Or you you don't see it because you got your blinders on. So you don't see the magic that's happening over here, right? So that's why we gotta put our take our foot off the gas, slow down, breathe, (laughs) look around, connect, and that and then you discover that wow, you you do move forward faster when you slow down. (laughs) Right. You know, it's not just about getting from A to B, it's like enjoy the Enjoy the journey, right? The joyful journey. The joyful journey. Smell the roses along the way. I mean, that's not a new concept. People have been talking about that for years. Yes. And it's it's so true. So, you know, one of the first conversations I very often have with my uh, female entrepreneur clients is, you know, what is it that you need to stop, stop doing right now to create space to have a better quality connection with you yourself and your time and how you want to use it because yeah. if you're whizzing on by or you're spending all of your time over giving giving from an empty you know empty cup right mm-hmm. not your soul-filled cup to other people giving away your power mm-hmm. we all have 24 hours in every day right that's finite right and once that time is gone it is gone it is spent right so mm-hmm. instead of thinking about how are you going to spend your time how are you going to invest your time yeah, more wisely by stopping the things that just aren't nourishing your soul? Yeah. Step into saying no, putting some things in place to have your own spirit honored and then setting yourself up for success by putting in and investing your energy and time in the things that will move the needle. A hundred percent. The challenge I've experienced with uh, a number of my clients is that they, they don't actually know where they're spending their time. So I get them to do a time inventory for at Me least too. a week. Yeah. 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 Because if you don't know that you're actually spending three hours on Netflix, you know, like you, you know that you're watching a show, but are you, do you, are you really aware how much time you're putting into that? How much time you're on social media and how much time you're messing around doing something you can get somebody else to do, you know, like, until you're clear about where you're spending your time you can't wisely choose how to invest your time any kind of reflection anytime when we are catching our breath we're not going at a crazy pace where we can't even see what's going by the window anytime that we take that time it is literally an investment in ourselves to be aware we can't make a change unless we're aware of something it's like me saying to someone oh you know don't use the word just because it makes everything sound so small and we just wanted to xyz well as soon as they're aware oh yes i do that a lot oh yeah that's how it sounds oh yeah that's how other people treat me when i use that word they mm. dismiss my ideas huh now they have the awareness. So now yeah. they're conscious about it. Now we can open the door to change. And um, that is one of the one of the words, the 40 words in the book, so that um, with an action item section after each word, people can really make the change that's needed. Awesome. So beautiful shares. So how can people get the access to your... Um, Three guiding principles to creating a life of clarity, well-being, and joy. Yes. Yes. 
So that's uh, go to joyfuljourney.ca and that's the, you'll find the information there. It's uh, like a, f- a free download of a, a little mini book uh, about how to uh, create that life. And it's, you know, the, the three pillars that I mentioned earlier, look, listen, learn, and it mm-hmm. offers you some strategies on how to, how to, how to look, how to listen, and right. how to, how to learn so you can really create the life that you want. So much synergy today. Yeah. I have a, a, a practice I use, which is called stop that, that piece I just shared, stop, drop and soul, right. Um, as a way to you know reconnect with what's important. So for a gift today, I'm also sharing, um, we talked earlier on about cracking your personality and learning more about your own preferred communication style. I'm going to put the link in the chat window. So if you're seeing this on a video, you can do that or grab your pen, write this down. It is a bit.ly link. So it's HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash. Then it's bit.ly, B-I-T for Tom dot L-Y backslash three capital O small B for brother capital V for Victor two G-J. So again, bit.ly, bit.ly, bit.ly slash three capital zero or capital O small B for brother capital V for Victor to GJ and you'll receive if you invest 90 seconds like literally nanoseconds to move some cards around in order based on your own values which sounds most like you and least like you you'll get your own 20 page report emailed to you and I'd love to connect and hear how that is landing with you afterwards. Anita, it has been a delight having you today. The time has gone so quickly and I'm thrilled that we got connected. I'm thrilled to stay in touch and to be able to share your joyful journey with the listeners has been totally a pleasure. I do hope that they choose to go to joyfuljourney.ca, download that um, incredible share that you have and choose to stay in touch so they can pick up a copy of your book once that releases. Wonderful. Thank you you for the opportunity and the conversation. It's uh... Yes, this work is important that we're both doing. So thank you. It's very important. Thank you, everyone, today for staying to the end. You always get a gift when you stay to the end. And take heart that if you are in a place now where you are not sure what's coming up next, pay attention to your inner wisdom, give space for it to breathe and grow. Because as we both shared today, there is light at the end of that tunnel. Have a beautiful uh, day and we will be back in a couple of weeks on the Words, Women and Wisdom radio show with more beautiful guests with important information to share that makes an impact. Bye for now, everybody. Bye. Ladies, a new book is on the horizon. Words, Women and Wisdom, the modern art of confident conversations. This new book is for women ready to rediscover their inner confidence, take a stand for themselves in life and business by using more powerful language. Words are so powerful and already changed history. On October 5th, the New York Times published a story detailing decades of allegations of sexual harassment against film producer Harvey Weinstein. And numerous women in the entertainment industry found the courage to go public, banding together with a powerful voice that change is long overdue. 
Even Oprah Winfrey, television network icon, gave a rousing speech at the Golden Globe Awards in January. The media has showcased the Times Up Legal Defense Fund. The Me Too movement is flourishing and all signaling it's time for women's equality and change. I believe it's time to give women the verbal agility to create more confident conversations. Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations is the book which provides practical approaches for women to ask for what we really want and receive our request. Hello, I'm Yvonne Silver, Certified Executive Coach and Senior HR Professional, seasoned in business. I teach women to flourish in business by using more confident language to help empower and engage others. This book is the result of over 35 years of my career, professional career, working in four different countries. I've interviewed over 6,000 people in my career for job interviews, executive coaching, for sales and consulting conversations. And I've listened to hundreds of women in particular who are looking for a better way to collaborate. They're looking to be uh, asking for what they really want and heard and validated, especially in business. And women often earn less than men for doing exactly the same job. It's 2018. It's time for change. The modern art of confident conversations explores words we use at home, at work. Words that trip us up, elevate us and encourage us. And when no words are even required. It is about how to leverage the power of words in a positive, in a collaborative and impactful way. Now I work with women entrepreneurs and leaders who are empowering other women and leading through mentorship programs and my coaching, public speaking, interviews and writing. I'm passionate about women's equality. Why? I grew up in England in a house with a flow of negative comments from my father which destroyed my mum's dignity until she became an empty shell of the vibrant woman she'd once been, belittled by constant criticism and questioning of her abilities. Through my own life journey and supporting hundreds of female clients, I've discovered critical words to ask to get what we really want collaboratively. I know there are critical links between our language, our behavior, our mindset and our success in life. Words from a song can replay in our head for hours and poetry can bring a lump in our throats. I've combined my insights with interviews from influential women, sharing their pearls of wisdom, supplemented with research and reference studies from established scholars. Women are rising up. It's time for women to be heard. Let's use more powerful, positive language and join the rising tide of change. This book is for you, a woman looking to the future ready to embrace significant positive changes in your life by using more confident language. Eliminate those words that drain your power, add words that energize and invigorate and shift from ordinary to extraordinary. Just one word can change your life. I believe every woman needs their own copy of this powerful book. It's time for action and time for change. Order and reserve your own copy of Words, Women and Wisdom today.